Good morning, guys. It'll be good afternoon by the time you, you uh, watch this. But um, this week we're going to have a look at self-identity. So you've already seen the post this morning about how you might describe yourself and what you believe yourself to be. So we've done something similar around self-limited beliefs, which is all part of it. But we're going to start thinking about how we think about who we are and how our actions write into the story of who we tell ourselves we are. And that's what we're going to concentrate on this week. So first of all, how would you describe yourself? So a lot of you will lead with, oh, I'm a stressful person, I'm a perfectionist, um, I am all or nothing, all these things that you tell yourself. These are stories that you tell yourself about how you behave. And they can have a positive or a negative effect. So what's the story you tell yourself about who you are, what you do and what you don't do? Now, subconsciously, you will decide this by your actions. So let's start off, obviously, this is pre-recorded, so pop it in the comments underneath. How would you describe yourself? So obviously I've watched all of this before you go to the comments. So put a bit about how you would have described yourself. And then hopefully you'll have a different description of yourself by the end of this training. It can be quite groundbreaking into how you then follow through on actions or don't, depending on the little paragraphs in your story that you write about yourself. And you do this every single day. So you imagine your life's an autobiography and every day by your habits and behaviours, you're writing a little bit of the story. So I'll give you a good example. I was chatting about this with one of my other clients the other day. Let's say I've got a seven mile run to do and I head out and I think, do you know what? I'm just going to do six miles. Nobody will know. Nobody knows that I'm meant to do seven miles apart from me and my coach. I could then lie to her and say, yeah, I did seven miles. But I will know that I didn't do the full thing. So I will write myself a little bit in the story that says I don't finish what I started. And actually, this is one of my self-limiting beliefs from a youngster. Somebody once said this to me, you never finish what you started. Now, that had a pivotal effect because somebody that you don't particularly like telling you something that you don't do can make you change it, can't it? Um, but if the paragraph you write, when you do finish it, the paragraph you write goes along the lines of, do you know what, I really wanted to quit at six miles. But I didn't because that's not who I am. I don't quit at six miles. I ran the extra mile. It was a struggle. I didn't enjoy it, but I did it. And I did what I said I was going to do. And we've spoken about this before, about if you never, ever do what you said you were going to do. If you had a pal that never, ever followed through on what they said they were going to do. So, yeah, we'll meet at six o'clock on Saturday. Oh, actually, I'm going to cancel. Um, or they always had these big grand ideas and they never did any of them. When they told you their next grand idea, you wouldn't believe that they're going to do it because they've never done it before. And the same is true about yourself. So if you're always starting on Monday, then you're always starting on Monday. And you keep telling yourself that lie, that story, that you're going to start on Monday. You know damn fine you're not going to because you've already written that paragraph because you've never started on Monday before, you didn't start on the Monday before that, yada, yada. So I will always finish what I started. Now, if I have to walk some of that final mile, I will walk it. But if the workout is to do seven miles... I will do seven miles. Does it have to be perfect? Does it have to be the fastest speed I've ever done? No. But the more important thing is a paragraph that I'm writing in my story about who I am and what I do. Because you can think about how that would snowball. So, okay, I, I do only do six miles instead of seven. Maybe next week I just do five. And it keeps going, it keeps going. So even if nobody knew that I hadn't done that extra mile, I know. And it writes into the story and the description that I have about myself. So think about all these small things where you cut corners on and then that bleeds into this story about, you know, I'll just cancel the class tonight. 
no one feel well that if you cancel the class, then that's going to snowball your nutrition, it's going to snowball um, your sleep, it's going to lead to a lot of negative behaviours. How often do you regret cancelling a class versus regretting turning up to a class? Think about it that way. And if you become the person that doesn't cancel classes, unless, of course, you have to, but if you become the person that even when you're tired, even when you're, the couch is seeming more inviting, you've had a stressful day at work, you're still the person that turns up for the class. You're the person that runs the extra mile. You are the person that does what they said they were going to do. If you start cancelling classes, it's a slippery slope. And that's just an example. It can be start cheating on your nutrition plan. It can be just doing 9,000 steps instead of 10,000 steps. But it's a slippery slope because then you start going, well, I don't. I never did it anyway, so what's the point? I hope this makes sense to you guys. But you will know, and I want you to write yourself the most empowering version of yourself. So what things do you tell yourself that hold you back? What are your self-limiting beliefs? And how can you edit that story by changing your beliefs by taking action? I've said a million times, if you turn up to these trainings and waste um, 45 minutes, half an hour of your life by just listening and not taking action, it can be the most valuable 45 minutes of your life or it can be a complete wasted time depending on what you do with this information afterwards. So I want you to have a think about your self-limiting beliefs. I can't do this. I, well, I was having a conversation with James yesterday. He said he didn't have time to train. And it wasn't true. Absolutely. Well, he had time. He just didn't always want to train in the time that he had. So he said, well, I want to chill out the weekend. So he's got all weekend where he can train. But actually, no, I, no, I, I just want to chill out the weekend. Well, you do have time. That's not the reason. The self-love and belief is time. But actually, not. he's not got that purpose and drive to, to go and train. He needs something to train for a fight. And he doesn't have that. He's 44 years old, probably not going to fight. But... How can you edit your story? So that could be by not cancelling the class when you want to, not phoning a takeaway when you can't be arse cooking, um, going out and do those last 1,000 steps, whatever it is. But if you take action and do all these positive things, think about it. Are you going to regret doing those extra 1,000 steps? Are you going to regret eating a healthy meal? Are you going to regret not cancelling the class? Probably not. But the alternative, you will regret, and it builds into a story. Whereas if you go, do you know what, I'm tired, but it's 45 minutes. I can go and do 45 minutes. I had to do that today with my training. I was really hungry. Um, I'd been in the gym all morning. Um, I hadn't taken any food with me. I was really hungry. But I knew that if I went home, I'm not doing that training session. And I really wanted to start the week off on a high. My training wasn't great last week. I wanted to start off on a high. Um, so I did my training session. And I will admit, at the beginning, I thought, right, time-wise, I'm just going to train for 45 minutes because that's really all I had to, to come back and do your guys' check-ins. Um, but once I got started, I finished the workout. So in all reality, it was only 20 minutes more of my day. Um, and I caught up. But the self-limiting belief there was that I only have 45 minutes. Actually, I don't. I don't. I'm too hungry. I can't train. No, you can't train. You're not going to keel over. You can't train. Starving when I got back. Um, but so all these things have now fed into the beginning of my week of I do my workout. I do the full workout. And I do it whether I'm hungry, tired, can't be arsed, whatever. I do the workout. So I had lots of excuses there, lots of excuses. I could have said, no, no, too much work, um, which to an extent was true, but actually those 20 minutes would have made very little difference. So I did it, did the whole thing. Examples of self-limiting beliefs that you might have about yourself. I'm a binge eater, I can't lose weight. I think there's been a big handful of you who have said to me in the last month, I can't lose weight. Actually, you just weren't doing the actions required to lose weight. Now we've got them nailed, weight's coming off. I'm not good at writing. That's when you will have heard me, if you've been here a while, you've heard me talking about it. I was told at school, because I didn't like reading, I wouldn't be good at writing. Turns out I'm quite good at it. I always fail. 
how many of you, when you started to say, I've done things like this before, I never stick to it, I always fail. I can't do that. We all know that that's not going to wash in FLF, is it? Weekends are hard to stay on track, and I'll try. The biggest lie of all, I'll try. Um, all of these things, if you genuinely believe them about yourself, you're going to follow through on those actions. We like to be right about things. So if you tell yourself, I'm a binge eater, you will binge eat. If you tell yourself you can't lose weight, you won't lose weight because you won't do the actions required to lose weight because your fundamental belief is that you can't. So why would you go a little bit hungry? Why would you spend time food prepping? Why would you track your food? Because what's the point? I can't lose weight. I'm no good at writing. I would never have started doing social media if I believed the teacher at school told me I'd be no good at writing. I always fail. Well, if you always fail, what's the point in trying? Because you're going to fail anyway, because you believe that you always fail. I can't do that. How many of you have said that to me in the gym? And I said, well, let's try. And how many of you have then gone on to do it? Weekends are harder to stay on track. They're not. It's a story you tell yourself. Yes, there's different factors of play. Yes, there's not much of a schedule, but it's not harder to stay on track. It's a story you tell yourself. I have at least 15 of you that will tell me this every single week in your check-in. But when we get a plan together, you can do it. I'll try. Never say I'll try. You either do it or you don't. You're not going to try. You're either going to do it or you're not going to do it. Make the decision. I'll try is the biggest cop-out that there is um, because all you have to do is try. You don't have to do it, do you? Think about it. So what are your self-limiting beliefs? Have a think about the kind of the big one. What evidence do you have for them? So I'm going to pick binge eating because you may well have evidence that you're a binge eater or were a binge eater. Can you, can you prove your belief to be true? Now, are you always binge eating? Do you binge eat from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to sleep? Or are you only a binge eater in certain circumstances? Chances are it's only certain circumstances. Probably stress, sad, there's some emotion that leads to it beforehand. So if you can control your emotions or get on top of your emotions a little bit more, so quite a few of you have spoken to this week about if you're going to have an impulsive eating episode, before you do it, go and do something that makes you feel good. Whether have a bath, go for a walk, write in a journal, like whatever it is, something that will make you change your mood a little bit. Listen to some 80s music, whatever it is. And then make a conscious decision about it. If you can change your emotion, you can change that uh, binging. So it might be that I have trouble controlling my emotions. Or I have a problem nurturing my emotions. Nine times out of ten with um, emotional eating, it's that you're not paying attention to the feeling and you're trying to get rid of the feeling by eating food. So how can you rewrite the story so that I can't do that? Well, let's give it a shot and see. Um, I'm a binge eater. Are you? Or are you just that sometimes? It's not your whole identity. Think about how you can rewrite your story. Self-affirmations. Now, that might sound a bit pink and fluffy. Um, but what do you say to yourself daily, either by your words or by your actions? So you might tell yourself by your actions that I don't stick to a nutrition plan. You might tell yourself to, by your actions that I can't track my food. Or your words, things that we've just discussed. I always fail. What are all these things? Self-affirmations, you will have them, whether you think you do or not. Now, they can be positive or negative. Positive self-talk can help can help, but there's a fine line, isn't there? There's a kind of middle ground because if you have lots of self-limiting negative beliefs and then you suddenly stand in front of the mirror and start telling yourself you're wonderful and you love yourself, you're not going to believe it. You're not going to believe it. If you don't believe the flip side of it, 
then it's really hard to follow through on the actions, isn't it? So if you're standing in front of the mirror telling yourself you're an athlete when you've not been to the gym for years and you've just done your first class, it's unlikely to help you change your thoughts about yourself because it feels like a lie at, the, at some point. How can you make it more believable? So how can you change this new statement, positive self-affirmation you've got about yourself? How can you make it more believable? How can you start it not feeling like a lie and make it more believable? So the reason I've used athlete is when I signed up with my coach, she's a high rocks coach, and she calls, I call you guys clients, she calls us athletes. And I was like, I'm not an athlete. I'm not an athlete. I just turn up and do some training. I'm not an athlete. But she continued to call me athlete, my athletes. And then it starts getting me thinking, like, like, so if I'm an athlete, I'm going to have to eat a bit better. And the changing of the identity or changing of the name, I should probably call you guys, I don't know, I'll come up with a better name than clients. But it became more believable because I started behaving like an athlete because she believed me to be an athlete. So I started taking action, I started following through, and then I felt a wee bit more like I might be an athlete. I mean, I'm not a professional athlete. But I compete in a few things. It makes me an athlete, doesn't it? So once you start taking action, follow through on your plan that you've got. And some of you have done this brilliantly already this month. You would set plans a couple of weeks ago and you've realized the value of it because you've followed the plan, you've followed it to the T, you feel really good about sticking to your plan and you've got your results. So you've taken action, it's built momentum and you've got results and you've realized how good sticking to the plan feels. Um, so... First step is to take action, whether you feel like it or not, whether you feel like you're an athlete. I started taking actions that an athlete might take. I started taking my nutrition a bit more seriously. I started taking, um, planning my nutrition around my workouts like an athlete would. I started following up on rest a bit more like an athlete would. So I started behaving like this identity that I wanted to have. Does that make sense? So at the beginning I was like, oh, I'm not an athlete. So I started taking action, that built up a bit of momentum. I trained harder because I was eating better and I got good results until life got away a bit this year. So adding a positive paragraph to your story requires you to practice the behaviours of the person you want to be. So let's say you want to be someone who um, gets their goal weight. How would a person who's got to their goal weight behave? What kinds of things do they do? What do they not do? And then start doing those behaviours and you will get the momentum and then the results. So a fit and healthy person would prioritise themselves, they'd move their body, they'd eat to nourish their body and rest and recover when they needed to. So if you start behaving like a fit and healthy person, you will become a fit and healthy person and your self-identity will be realigned. So there'll be this gap between who you feel you are just now and who you want to be. And you don't feel like you're quite this person yet, but how could you start behaving like this person would behave? So if you're right at the beginning of your journey just now, you maybe want to be like in the gym three, four times a week. You're maybe not quite in the gym yet. Um, you maybe want to be on top of your nutrition. So how would someone who is on top of the nutrition behave? What would they do day in, day out, weekly, monthly? Start having a think about that and then see if you can realign that identity and start getting rid of these self-limiting beliefs of I can't stick to a nutrition plan. I bet if I gave you a million pounds to stick to a nutrition plan, you could stick to a nutrition plan. So you can. It's all these nonsense stories that get in the way. So think about it. If I was to give you a thousand pounds to nail a 12-week program, I bet you could do it. 
bet you any money you could do it. So it's not that you can't. It's just finding the right identity, the right motivation. I don't have a thousand pounds to give you, I'm sorry. So think about what your why. If you could read, blah, 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 start again. If you think about your why, what's your reason for being here? Very easy not to be here. Save some cash. Why are you here? What's the big reason that you're here? And if you could rewrite some of your self-limit beliefs, how could you connect more with that why? So I want to be fit and healthy to run about with the kids. I know a few of you have got goals around climbing hills and that kind of things. Why do you want to do that? And if you could get rid of, I can't do that, I'm rubbish at cardio, or I can't climb a hill, if you could get rid of them, how could you connect more with that why and make it more believable? And what would you write in your story do to affect your results? I think it would be pretty. Some of you have already done that in the last few weeks. Self-like beliefs around how much of a hassle tracking food is. It's not really. It's not really. And I was speaking to, I think it was Claire, um, who was saying, I just, I just don't like doing it. I don't like doing dishes. I don't like ironing. I do them because I want the end result. And how would it affect the actions you take this week if you could rewrite that story and get rid of your self-limiting beliefs? What would you do that you're not currently doing? Sounds dead easy. Yes, it is. You've just got to get over your own bullshit. And I have a lot of bullshit. I have stories I can tell myself. I can do this around spending money. I can do this about uh, nutrition. I can do it about training. But I'm very good at catching myself in the bullshit stories. Like today, 20 minutes is not going to break the bank. Get it done. Didn't regret it. Feel amazing afterwards. Um, scoffed my lunch. Um, but job done. Versus, had I not done that, that would have fed into the story of my training's not on point this at the moment. And it's not. Hands up, I'll be honest, there's been a lot happening. We were travelling last week, fight night last week. A lot. I got two runs in, that was it. Um, so... I could then continue on of my, my train is not on point just now. I'm too busy. I don't want that story to continue. I need that story to stop and not roll on past a week. So they have written the first paragraph this week of my train is on plan. I can put a tick in true coach. Yes, a tick. All right. So how would it affect the actions you take this week if you could get rid of your bullshit stories? Just going to cut to the chase here. So like I said, attending these trainings are great. If you don't take action, this is a complete waste of your time. What action are you going to take this week? Delete. I want you to put it in the comments below. What paragraph, what negative paragraph in your story are you going to delete and rewrite with a positive paragraph? And we're just going to keep adding paragraphs to our story until we've rewritten this story about who you are and what you do. And then if we can do that, have a look at, think about how would that impact this week's results? Massively. Massively. If you do the work on this one, so it's great turning up to gym, it's great prepping your food, but if you can do the mindset stuff, you're onto a winner. You're absolutely onto a winner. So how's it going to impact this week's results? Right. What are your goals for this week? Or even today? What are the goals? Why are they important? And why is that important? Really get a hold of your why. And who do you need to be to achieve these goals? And how are you going to go about starting to work towards being that person? What are the consequences of not doing what you said you were going to do? What are the consequences of only doing one class instead of three? There's a physical consequence, there's a consequence in your results, but there's a mindset. That paragraph that goes into your story becomes a very different story than if you turned up to all three that you said you were going to turn up to, no matter what. Something might happen with the kids or whatever, but I think we've got something like 21 classes at least, 25 classes I think it is, on every week. You can find three out of them that you can attend. And what is possible 
if you do everything you said you were going to do exactly how you said you were going to do it. Stories getting rewritten and the results will show as well. So let's get rewriting some stories this week. So nothing changes if nothing changes. If your story remains the same for the rest of your life, then your results and your outcomes will remain the same. So nothing changes if nothing changes. That's so simple. Bored to tears of it if you've been here for years, but I tell you, works. Works with me. And you can and you will. You know you can. And I know you will. All right, any questions at all, pop them in the comments underneath so that we can all get involved with the chat. Um, if it's something a bit more personal or you're not happy to share on the group, you know, you can just private message me. But other than that, Monday, let's go, go, go. We've got seven days of progress here to make. Um, and then another two weeks after that to get us to the end of September. We are flying. As a team, I have never seen so many so many of you getting involved. We've got a few step challenges happening, um, which I'm trialling out with a smaller group just now. But if this works well... We're going to pair up and have a step challenge against each other, and that'll help you get a bit, few more steps in. I can assure you, Michelle and I had a um, challenge last week, and the bugger beat me by 25 steps. She was walking at half nine last night. Furious. So it's game on, another challenge this week. Um, but if that's something that would work well for you, the idea is not to win it. I think um, Michelle won it, and I'm sure she'll tell everybody she might even get posted up about it. I might block her. <laughs> um, but I walked more than I normally would. Michelle definitely walked more than she normally would in a week, and it was a bit fun. It was a bit fun. I, it wasn't fun when I realised she'd beat me, but um, yeah, I'm over it now. All right, have a fantastic week. I will catch up with you all soon. Any questions at all, give me a shout, but let's go do it. Another week of progress about to happen. Let's go.